Bulletcast for life. Get up, get up! This is a revolution! This is our time to rise! Look deep within your mind, look deep into the hate in my eyes! We Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here. Just in case if you don't, I am a 25-year-old piece of gold the Messiah with the microphone of the greatest sports recreational podcast from the world today. Uh, but I, I never do this alone. He is my cohort in crime, my tag team partner, the Jim and my Jay, the Totem on the Stevie Ray to my Booker T. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the host of the award-winning Under the Radar, host and creator of Curveballs and Chair Shots. And he is the first ever and also 11-time Bullet Cast champion, the Canadian destroyer, BT, Brandon Tan. Guma. Brandon, it's Thursday. You know what that means. Another edition of the Bullet Cast, Philip. I'm doing fantastic. I know you already got one shot at the vaccine, but it came out today that California getting their stuff together April 15th. Apparently, everybody will have the opportunity, including your boy. So, Moneybag Joe saying that 4th of July is going to be lit, maybe here in California. Was it? Memorial, not Memorial Day. Is it Memorial Days in May? I always forget. Double or nothing weekend. It's going to be lit. Paul, you, you making that trip out to Jacksonville? No. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, I was. Oh, 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 oh. You, you made it sound like you. Oh, oh I'm going. That, that, that's what you made it sound like. I mean, someone, you know, I know we got the, we're on the press, we're on the press list. If we can, you know, if someone's paying for it, then maybe. Possibly, possibly, possibly. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, episode 216. But you know how we always started off. We got to we gotta get it. HD for life at spring.com. Uh, yes, 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 yes. The graffiti artwork done by a good buddy of mine. So the designs, get her done one and two. H-Dog, Mother's Love, Hurry Up, one and two. King H-Dog, H-Dog dash, get it. Uh, Mr. Pimpin, <laughs> Mr. Sapo, HD for Life Americana, uh, Common Sense, Soldier, H-Dog, and Life Safety. Yes, hoodies, t-shirts, sweatpants, uh, tank tops, face masks, and tote bags, so much more. And yes, they're finally on social media, guys. They're on Twitter and Instagram. So it's at HD.4, as in the number four, dot life. Once again, on Twitter and Instagram, that is HD.4 dot uh life please go check him out uh the, he's doing some good work i i he's, he hit me up he says the sales are coming through so that's good so this this isn't all for nothing we're we're, 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 ma- we're making it happen you know we, we want him to go double or nothing in his sales and we need you guys to do it so please 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 let's make all of this happen brandon have you bought some merchandise yet when are you gonna buy some merchandise I mean, I mean, you haven't even you bought know. Bullet Cast merchandise. Let's be realistic. Exactly. I, yeah, I, I. Well, well, what happens? I'm very when, picky when it comes to my wardrobe. Well, and, you know, well, I haven't, been, I haven't well, really bought anything yet. What happens? What happens when we need to go as a group to a wrestling event and you don't have a Bullet Cast shirt? Then what are you gonna do? I'm just gonna wear like the three-year-old Bullet Cast shirt. No, that, no, that, no, no. We have to wear technically the current... illegal because it has Kenny Omega in the background. We have to wear. We have. We we have to wear. We have to wear the current logo. It looks like a I'll, team. I'll, I'll print a piece of paper out, and I'll we duct have, tape to... it to my chest. No, no, I'll that's just look tacky. like a walking billboard. No, absolutely not. No, why would you do that? You know. 
you don't see Gronk wearing a, a Bucks jersey from like five years ago. No, no. Maybe I mean the creamsicles. Those creamsicles are straight fire. Why would I, you? I wore those. Why would you do that? Why, why? Why would you do anything like that? Come on, man, man. Throwbacks are are hip. They're in style. I mean, they're only vintage. Two, uh, uh, vintage, v- vintage. Oh man. Um, well, let's move into a whole bunch of wrestling talk. So let's just get right into it. Andrade, he asked for his release. It was denied. Then it, uh, after Fastlane, the news came out that he was granted his release. And apparently uh, there was a uh, there was no non-compete uh, clause in his contract. You no, know, usually when a talent is released early from their contract, they have a 90 day no, no compete. So they, you know, so they can't just go burst on the scene somewhere else. Of course, that was established during the Attitude Era, so talent weren't a- as hot when they jumped over to WCW than than as soon as when they got off of WWE TV. So, uh, man, um, where do you want to see Andrade El Idolo? Where do you, I, I personally, I'd I'd like to see him go to uh, Ring of Honor. You know, mess it up with a uh, uh, Rush. I think Rush is actually defending the title. Uh, tomorrow too for for some Ring of Honor show. Like to see uh, Los Sombra pop up in Japan possibly. I think him and Jay White could tear it up. Yeah, I mean, I watched Los Sombra back when I first started watching New Japan, and then he signed with WWE. And I didn't even really, I didn't even realize that, that was the same dude. And I really enjoyed his work over there in New Japan. And I think like he can go wherever he wants. I know he can go. Back to CMLL, go to AAA. I think CM. I think where I read was CMLL is a little more hesitant to pay the older wrestlers, and but AAA, they are more likely to maybe pay him a little bit more money. He's only thirty-one, so it's not like he's in his late thirties. He might be broken down. He still is in his prime years in terms of wrestling, and you know, uh, Thea Trinidad, uh, Zelina Vega, she's out there, and people are kind of wanting them to get reunited. And if aid. I know we talked about this all the time. Oh, should AEW sign all these WWE guys? And I said it, I think, last week or two weeks ago. I would much rather have Andrade, La Sombra, whatever he's going to be going by on the AEW roster than Christian. Because I feel as though he can do a whole lot more in the ring, grab new eyeballs. And every, I mean, he's such a fantastic talent. And he was so great in NXT as NXT champion with Selena. And then they bring him up. He gets a little bit of a push and it's just... I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's Vince having his little thing of he can't speak that good of English, so we can't push him all that well. Yeah, wherever he goes, he's I, gonna. I, I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. I've heard his English is actually pretty well, and, and Christian, well, he can outwork everyone. That's why he's there. I mean, come on now. What? What? what would you? I haven't, I haven't seen him outwork anybody yet on AEW. We'll have to wait and see till next week. Absolutely, you know. When we see two mid forty guys wrestle. Can't wait. And we they're gonna tear hey Kazarian's underrated too, bro. They're gonna they, they better tear it up real quick. They better tear it up, you know. Um, well, you know, the Andrade he did take to Twitter to thank some people. He said he would like to thank Triple H, uh, Paul Heyman, and William Regal for all the years and the great support uh that they gave me all these years. Uh, also to the fans who were always supporting me. A big hug to all the talent and workers who always uh behaved kindly to me. So, you know, it's uh it's nice. He doesn't sound bitter, which uh, that's good because, you know, that's the typical uh, leave WWE and be bitter, bitter and angry, which that, that got kind of stale kind of fast, you know, because everybody was doing that except for like like a show or like a Christian or EC3 where they they didn't bury the company. They didn't bury Vince. They just said, hey, you know, it was time to move on. And I like that. I prefer people do that anyway. You know what I mean? You don't want to burn your bridges. 
not saying Andrade is going to go back to WWE anytime yeah, you, soon. You never know. You, hey, man, you know, like, what did Drew do? He left, he got hot, and he came back. Look where he's at now. And especially because he is engaged with Charlotte, which who knows exactly what the Charlotte relationship did for him in terms of being able to get this release because there's all these types of rumors floating around there that, you know, WWE gave her an ultimatum. Either you let him go or you're not on WrestleMania or whatever. I, I hardly, I don't really believe that stuff, but I would assume that being engaged to Charlotte, the top woman in the company, probably has its perk, especially if you're trying to, get out of your contract and trying to leave if she's good backup i'll just say that yeah yeah i i i, I believe you know all, all those all those negative rumors were just made up by the marks that don't even watch wwe she's a lot better backup than alistair black is backup to zelina vega as much as i love alistair who? black and i, I kind of wish i kind of wish who? that he were to leave who who is that Alistair Black, I know we haven't seen him in a while. It's kind of, I, I mean, he's, he's kind of like the taller uh, Holland dude, has all the tattoos. Oh, the Dutch destroyer who hasn't been yeah. on TV since October. Yeah, that guy. But yeah, he was doing that little weird feud with Kevin Owens about his eye. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he, I think he's just sitting like in the locker room and just waiting for someone to knock on his door and no one's I, answered. He's probably sitting at his house, bro. I mean, let's be realistic. He's probably just sitting at home. At home, uh, yeah, but I mean, on Andrade, you know, he's he's an he's an immense talent. You know what? I what if he popped up in MLW? That that'd be interesting. You know, that'd be random. You know, like because they have us, they have a Selena Del Renta, so like her going toe to toe on the mic with uh Thea Trinidad. I'm like, oh, I see something there. And then you get one of Selena's guys. You get El Idolo for Thea. Oh yeah, we we can make some magic. He doesn't have to be there permanently. He can just pop up. He can just start popping up places. I'm not opposed to that. And indies are coming back. Hey, I'd want to, I know the dude from battle club pro in New York. I know he's, he's ready to get him as soon, as soon as it's, it's a go. So since he has the non-compete, we have WrestleMania weekend coming up. There's going to be a lot of indies in the surrounding area. When do you think we see El Som, La Sombra, El Idolo, whatever the hell his name is. Manny. I think I think he's going Andrade El Idolo, which you know that's that's not bad. You, you keep the uh, you keep the Andrade name that's recognizable. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, possibly at the AEW house show that's running <laughs> running that weekend. Which I looked it up. That's two hundred miles away from Tampa. Now I know a lot of the people going to WrestleMania are probably locals, but that feels like a little bit of a stretch for me personally. It's their first one. You know, you know, you know, people are marks. They don't care. They'll they'll do it. Uh, how how. How long is a 200-mile drive? Do, do we know in time-wise? Well, I'm just trying to think. It's farther from here to Sacramento, but it's not as far from here to Los Angeles. So it's oh. kind of like somewhere in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah, like from here to Bakersfield? What was I don't it? know. It was like th- four and a half hours? Something like that? Oh. Well, no. I'll look it up. I'll look uh, it up. Apparently, people drove 15 hours to go to Revolution. So I assume people will drive like five hours to go to, to go to the house show. Mm. All right. Uh, Randall Keith Orton. He was on the broken skull sessions with stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, man, it, 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 it was, it was a nice one. You know, he talked about, obviously, you know, you know, we, we've, we, it's come up or more recently over the last couple of years, how Randy should have been fired. Cause he was just a, he, he was not a, he, he was not a, a happy person back then he was young he was he was irritable he was stupid he didn't really like listening to the veterans he said he was so lucky to be here should have been fired all these times 
uh, talks about missing the, the rehearsal for the uh, WrestleMania match with The Undertaker and how everybody kind of covered for him because they saw something in him. Talks about, you know, winning the world title at such a young age and just the genuine emotion. And, and so, do, do we have a time? Do we have a time about it, Brandon? What? Do we have a time about how how far it is? Well, I was just looking. I was trying to do some math from here to Los Angeles. If we were to go from where I am right now to Los Angeles, it's about 358 miles. So, okay. So what is that like? Three hours? Okay, hold on. Do you want me to ask Siri? Hold on. How long does it take to drive 200? Dang it, Siri, you're supposed to be here. Oh, oh. man, technology is just failing right now. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Uh, but uh, Brandon, do you, do you watch the. All right, Google told me okay. if you're traveling, this is a math equation for all you people out there. If so, I'm going to read the math equation. You can hit pause. You can guess yourself. So if you're going 75 miles an hour for 200 miles, how long would that take? Press pause. Do the math and come back. That would take 200, two mile, two hours, 0.667 or 160 minutes. So let's just say three hours. Because oh, wow. there's no way you're you're hitting 75 consistently for 200 miles. Oh, wow. wow, wow. Is, that, is that true? That's what Google told me. That's what Google. Google's always right, right? Google is always right. Google is always right. So did you watch the Broken Skull Sessions? Of course I watched the Broken Skull Sessions, Philip. It was nice to see Randy Orton kind of, you know, open up a little bit more. He's always kind of a closed up person. And, you know, him and Stone Cold are kind of almost one of the same, you know, kind of loners in a sense. And it was nice to hear him kind of open up and talk about stories of, you know, him as a youngling and now how he's kind of come full circle with, you know, him and the undertaker and the undertaker giving him a lot of stuff. Oh, what? what? Oh, sorry. We have, we have official time confirmation, three hours and 15 minutes to drive from Tampa to or whatever. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yes, yes, yes. Had to get it out for the people. But it's three hours. That's close enough. But, I mean, you have to add the 15 minutes. I mean, you know, could be 1530, could be 1502, could be 1555. We don't know. If I'm driving, we're getting there in three hours. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Maybe not with my Jeep. Okay. But if I get like a nice, solid, like little Toyota rent a car, not a hoop, not a hoopty. Uh, actually, the hoopty can get up there pretty fast. So, yeah. Shout, yeah. Out, shout out the Lumina RIP. R.I.P. R.I.P. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the full circle moment you were talking about with Orton and Taker and all that. And then going back and then he didn't even really want to work with Drew McIntyre, but then he started working with him. And it was nice to kind of, you know, get to know him and work with him and being able. And honestly, I, I think he said like the Beth Phoenix promo he cut when there were still fans. And that was like one of his best promos that he cut. And I got to agree with him. I think Randy, as much as I kind of dog on him in terms of like his in-ring work, his promos in 2020 were absolutely phenomenal. I thought he definitely stepped his game up in the, on the microphone. And I mean, he kind of recognized that and well, uh, yeah, I mean, overall it was, it was entertaining one hour and 45 minutes. It is a little bit of a, uh, a longer broken school sessions, but you know, if you like Randy, he's going to get into some topics. It's uh, I, I check it out. Yeah, man. The, 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 the promos that he was cutting uh, like to edge, like I did this for you. I did this for your family. I, I, I harmed you because I love you. Because if I didn't do it, you were going to harm yourself even worse. And I'm like, damn, that's that's deep. Like, that's getting into the voices in the head. You, you know, that's that's playing up the lyrics of the theme song. So that that was really cool. Uh, he talks about how the RKO came to be. And it, it was from uh, Michael P.S. Hayes. Doop, doop, doop. So shout out to P.S. Hayes for that one. Uh, yeah, man. Uh it, it, it was it was just cool to learn all that stuff. He did talk about, you know, how he a couple times he he did go through the motions. And, and stuff like that in the ring. Talked about um, the, the Christian stuff. 
the, the you know the, the rivalry they had in 2011, which a mad. Those are some of my favorite matches. That the like when it comes to series of matches, obviously you have like um you you have Flair and Steamboat and uh, a mad Christian and Randy. Like people don't talk about that enough. Like that like from o- over the limit. Capital punishment, money in the bank to SummerSlam, like those those four those four pay per views, they they delivered, and it, and even on a couple SmackDowns, they they just delivered, and it was it was awesome. But yeah, man, I highly recommend people go check out this Broken Skull Sessions. Uh, Randy finishes off the bottle of Jack that Steve and uh, Taker started started the whole thing off with, so that was cool. Yeah, good for them. Uh, Brandon, the WWE Thunderdome is moving. Where are they moving to? They are moving to the Youngling center still in tampa i believe philip is this a uh, university of south- southern florida yes there you go university of south florida boom and it's going to be happening on april 12th so after wrestlemania they're going to be taping the raws and smackdowns beforehand and excitingly the reason why they have to move philip do you know the reason why why is that because baseball is back, baby. Next week is opening day, which means the Tampa Bay Rays, the defending American League champions, have to come back into the crappy field called the Thunderdome or Tropicana Field, whatever you want to call it. Baseball's back. Cannot wait. Yes, 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 yes. I, sh- I should be a, 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 a baseball aficionado back in my day. Philip, if you, I mean, people want to follow me on the Twitter machine uh, at Brandon Tanguma underscore you can see i i've just put out a tweet the last time the a's were hosting a game with fans in attendance was against those tampa bay rays in the coliseum on the wild card game we don't actually talk about what happened during the game but your boy was there and someone posted a photo the last time fans were in attendance and there's your boy just yelling looking like an idiot so go check that out oh wow wow, wow. that's amazing you, you know the a's were, were my favorite team when i was a kid when i when i, when I, when I used to watch baseball and play it then I discovered wrestling and I never look back, Brandon. Or you can be like me and just love both. I, 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 you see, when I love something, I, I, I throw, I throw all my love into one thing. And, hey. and if we're going to be real, as much as I love talking to wrestling, baseball's always going to be number one. Going to be, going to be 100 with you. Oh, oh, damn. You keep it in 100? Baseball's, baseball's going to always be number one. How come you haven't had a podcast called Keeping It 100, Brandon? I feel like somebody's already done that, though. Probably. Yeah. With a little emoji as the, the yeah title. yeah yeah you you know you know all right outside of the ring Batista he will not be going into the Hall of Fame this year sad face um, well he was supposed to go in last year but you know because um because certain things happened uh, it's being delayed because he has other projects to do talk 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 about this Brandon so yeah I, I mean they haven't exactly explained this at least I haven't really seen it but they're gonna combine the 2020 Hall of Fame with the 2021 Hall of Fame they're still gonna have a induction ceremony at the Thunderdome, you know, fans virtually, and maybe there's going to be some old timers there in the building. But Batista came out and said, I-, I can't do it, got some other obligations. And he said that I want to, you know, when things get back to normal, I will be in, I will be inducted. Can't wait to do it and have fans there. Hey, so, bro, when, when that happened, I was like, damn. So that's basically the company saying he he's more valuable. The rest of y'all can go in. That's kind of that's kind of what it sounded like. I mean, you, you, honestly, you know. the, the Hall of Fame ceremony is just like a live event house show to begin with. Like, there's no actual Hall of Fame. There's no I mean, yeah, people take pride in it, but it's it's but more of an event. They're, than anything. They're working on it. 
it, it's it's an actual Hall of Fame in name. They, I mean, they got the ring. You got the ring, you know. I know, but I'm just saying, like, the reason they kind of do it is to hold the event, charge tickets, you know, bring in even more revenue because they and, don't have – God forbid you, they don't have enough money. And you well, – it's a business. You have to constantly make money. I mean, come on, man. We'll just like, oh, we'll just not charge for this one event. That'd be like not not charging admission for a Raw. You know what I'm saying? Or a SmackDown. That just doesn't make any sense. The A's did it for one game. But it's the A's. They're broke and they they don't have any fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's why I I love them. I mean, I guess. ASMR now? ASMR podcast? Mukbang. We should do a mukbang together, Brandon. No? What are we eating? I'll I'll do a mukbang for like some salad or something. Yeah, give me like some a nice spaghetti mukbang. Oh, oh man! I don't really watch any of those videos. Uh, I've seen a couple, and like I'm really upset. Like not to go off on a tangent, I watch a different it, kind of uh, but, video with but the, it, the same uh, kind of name. If you know but, what I'm saying, but it pisses me off that these people just sit in front of a camera and stuff their faces with food and make all this money and are buying million dollar homes or close to million dollar homes and paying off all these mortgages while I'm over here busting my ass, researching, watching wrestling all the damn time, learning about this business, watching wrestling seminars when I'm not even a professional wrestler, just to drop some knowledge on the podcast. And they just sit on their ass, eat and collect all this money. It pisses me off. I mean, it, it really I, only, I think I've seen like maybe there's this, there's this Asian girl I've seen and then there's this other like black girl that I've seen and they just like dunk like a big old crab claw just in a gallon full of butter and they just slurp it all up and apparently you make money off of that. I mean, yeah, hell of a job. I saw like this. Uh, it's like this couple. They were like eating like some some like some Chipotle. They, they were eating like. So how was your day, guys? Today, you know, we went out and, you know, I'm like, are you serious? People people like to watch this crap. It pisses me off. But yeah, so um, back to back to the Hall of Fame. Sorry, guys. I, 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 I'm, How did we get sorry. on a whole mukbang tangent again? You you started it. You said something. Oh, and it's all my just, it's all my fault. I got triggered. I got triggered. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, Batista's going in at a later time. So the 2020 class will consist of the Bella Twins, uh, John Bradshaw Layfield, and um, I, I believe uh, British Bulldog. British Bulldog. It uh, wasn't the NWO in there too. Oh, yeah, well, that, that, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, and then so the 2021 class will include Eric Bischoff, Molly Holly, and it's got to be Kane. Congratulations to the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. He's uh he's he's up for re-election. Make sure you, make sure you vote if you're listening to this in uh, Knox County. Kane is a very uh, intelligent individual. Uh, yeah, man. So congratulations to Kane that was announced on the bump of the Undertaker. You know, they they, they were reminiscing about you know their mania matches and and their careers and whatnot. And Taker was like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going in this year. So congratulations to to Glenn Jacobs, man. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that the guy that wrestled as Da Bomb or Isaac Yankum, Fake Diesel, would come become Kane and have this awesome career and go into the Hall of Fame? And he was only World Champion twice. That's crazy, right? That's how you that's how you that's how you know you've made it when you're such an important character and fixture in the business and you you only held the world title like once or twice. That that that's what's up. And that first reign was only for like 24 hours. Absolutely cuz you know uh, he uh, Austin Austin got it right back. 
But yeah, I mean, as you said, definitely well deserving as much as I kind of poo poo on the Hall of Fame. Kane deserves it. Great Collie. You know, I mean, it's the great Collie. I mean, we're not talking. We're not talking about that here. No, <laughs> hell, hell no. Good for, hell, good for hell no. But as I said earlier, since the Hall of Fame is more of a event and you want to bring people in, I always thought you because ha- you have like such little like not saying Kane's like a headliner headliner, but I thought he could always be that second from the top guy. And maybe now because Batista is gone that they need to like look around and try to find a somewhat of a marquee name. And I mean, if Kane, like Kane is technically like the headliner now, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I could I see mean, my, for like my, a, like a B level hall of fame. I have no problem with Kane getting in. It's, it's fine. They're working on a physical hall of fame, Brandon. Okay. I hope they do. Access is the hall of fame. That the, the one time a year when they break it out, there you go. They're going to go to Universal Studios and they're going to like buy out the the impact zone and they're going to just build their Hall of Fame on top of that because that's what WWE does. Honestly, I could see I could see them putting it like in Florida or Connecticut or probably Connecticut because, you know, that's where the warehouse is. I think it makes more sense to put it in Florida, especially if you put it in Orlando by the PC. You can make a day out of it. Go to Disney World, go to Universal Studios, go to the Hall of Fame. Go go to NXT show possible. Make a week out of it. Yeah, yeah, actually, that, that would make more sense. They should do that. All right, Dark Side of the Ring Confidential. Brandon, did you know this existed? Uh, I do. It's kind of like the the extended cuts of the Dark Side of the Rings. Yes, yes, the uh, the Conrad Thompson, yeah, he just hosts everything. He, he's everywhere. He is everywhere. Mortgages, podcasts, on Vice now. Uh, he's with um, Evan and Jason, you know, the creators of Dark Side of the Ring, and, you know, they they go they play the whole episode and, they, and during the commercial like like during the commercial they come back and then they break and like all right so what was the purpose of like this right here and like they talk they talk March I think they did the Montreal screw job and the the Gino Gino Hernandez I think those are the two that are very for confidential but uh it's cool man you know I watched the Montreal screw job one to get a little bit in there Mike Kyoto pops up on the extended cut so it's it's, it's nice it's different. It gives you a little taste before season three comes out. Yeah, a little, a little buffer till you get to season three. I will say I recommended Dark Side of the Ring to one of my friends who he kind of watches wrestling a little bit. He doesn't. I keep trying to push him to watch like AEW and like the good stuff, but he just doesn't get around to watching. I told him what Dark Side of the Ring. He watched every single episode in like three days. He was just that hooked on him. Like one and two, all of them. So he agree. He agrees. Brett screwed Brett, right? We, we didn't get into the Montreal screw job. I want him to, I want him on this show so we can talk about how Brett screwed Brett. Sean didn't do nothing wrong. Vince was protecting the, he was protecting the business. All right. So, I guess Tyler has to come. Tyler's going to be on the bullet cast before Dominic. I don't think Dominic's going to like that. Is, is he a creator? Dominic will, if he wants to, he can just, he can just hit me up. You know, like we, we can, Dominic and I can mark out about Jeff Hardy together. I did see a TikTok where it was like the peak Jeff Hardy is like after he won the WWE title and he was on SmackDown and there was confetti flying. I was like, he definitely cried during that time. Did you cry, Philip? Bro, let oh, me. T- me pull, I'm gonna pull it up real quick. Bro, let me let me let me tell you, man. I mean, when but Armageddon, uh, 2008, uh, December 14th. I remember like it was yesterday. It was one, two, three. I was like, oh my god, oh my god. He was like my he was like my first favorite wrestler, man. I see I see this. I, I see oh my god, look at it. Look at it, dude. That's awesome. That is awesome, man. So beautiful. 
It was. It was. He, 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 I messed with Jeff Hardy hard. Like I can't tell you how many socks of mine and my mother's in her pantyhose. I cut up whoa, and whoa, I, whoa, pause. I cut, I cut up her pantyhose and, and, and made the made the uh, the armbands, dude. I was I was into the Jeff Hardy thing. I would win a game of tetherball. I'd do the little dance. Yeah, I was all into it. Oh man, that was, that was great. I'm, I'm, oh god, I love Jeff. Um, WWE was denied the Dean Ambrose trademark. So this is I've never heard I've never heard this one. WWE applied for the trademark um, late last year. Then they applied once again. Oh, no, they applied. Uh, d- denied. They applied once again and denied. And apparently, they need written consent from the person who portrayed the Dean Ambrose character, hence John Moxley. I've never I've never heard of that one. So WWE has, um, I think, in- until I want to say like May, May or something, to uh, or late late April, early May to um, rebuttal how they want to handle this. I, I've never, I've never heard of such thing with trademarks, man. Yeah. I don't know if they actually got denied. I thought it was my understanding that they kind of let it uh, like run out. And so they just kind of forgot They kind of slipped through the cracks. And then when they realized, Oh, no, they, they, they should have yeah, renewed this, but they were just they, too late. They tried to reapply and they got denied and they need uh, Moxley's written consent for it. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. And Moxley has no reason to, give his consent i mean maybe they do it and he gets like some he'll probably get some royalties out of it but moxley seems i'm not saying he's petty but he just kind of i don't need extra money i'm doing just fine the way i am i don't want did you, you hear that jericho did you hear that jericho podcast okay maybe, um, maybe it's a little maybe it's a little petty uh, I, don't, I don't know man that that's interesting I, I, i've never heard of that you know maybe why didn't that happen for Miro? Because, like, I mean, Rusev's a better name than Miro. Let's be realistic here. I, I think it it's just maybe the business side of WWE just kind of going through some transitions right now. And maybe, you know, one person had just one – someone had the job to renew all the trademarks. But now that's someone else's job who also has another job. And it just fell through the cracks. And here we are. You know what? If WWE floats me some money for some trademarks, I want to file. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do the job. I, I have no problem doing that. Yes, please hire me. Your boy is desperate at this point. We're, we, yes, you want Vince to sign our checks? As long as the check clears, don't no Paul hey, Heyman out here. No, 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 no. Paul's not signing. Vince, Vince will. It, it, it clears as soon as he signs it. Absolutely. All right. Um, let's power through this. Velvet Sky. She is in. She's in the NWA. She's uh, she's doing commentary with uh, Joe Gawley and uh, Tim Tim Storm, former NWA champion. I watched back for the attack on Sunday before Fastlane. It was cool, nice, nice little uh, setup. NWA is no longer free on YouTube, which sucks. I can't you can't watch any of the ten pounds of golds. I like to go back and watch those sometimes. Uh, so for what five bucks a month on Fight TV, it's a nice monthly subscription. Uh, you can watch the newest episodes of NWA uh, Power. You see like uh, Melina, she's she's gone back with them. Thunder Rosa, which she wasn't on. Dynamite this week because she's filming stuff with the NWA. But yeah, man. Yeah, I mean five five bucks a month to watch the NWA. I, I felt as though maybe they had you know they didn't have the biggest audience, but I think they had a passionate audience. And I think for five bucks a month, people there's going to be enough people. Maybe not enough to be like super successful, but they run such a low budget set up that they probably don't need that much income really to succeed, but you got to pay all the wrestlers and pay all the lighting people and blah, blah, blah. So we'll see how exactly this pays out because when they're on YouTube, they had a modicum of success, I would say. 
Absolutely. I'll just jump into this right now. So officially in Georgia on um, October 21st, it will be NWA Day. They get their own day, man. Isn't that exciting? Good for them. I mean, in the South, NWA, Mid-Atlantic, you know, all those promotions are still, you know, a big deal down there. Maybe not as big as they were down the 70s and 80s, but I mean, it makes sense. Shout out NWA. Absolutely. Shout out to the NWA. Maybe maybe we should uh, we should have Newsome to make uh, what was it February seventh? That's when the first episode was. That should be that should be bullet cast today in California. Has a uh, California or Compton or someone had a an NWA day here? I would assume we've had an NWA day. I, I would I would assume there's been an NWA day in Compton City, uh, Compton. Yeah, I, I would assume. I would assume so. Do, do we have a Mac Dre day out here? Do we know? Probably not. A too short day? Maybe in Vallejo. Too short? No, no. No. It doesn't go on and on. Okay. okay. Yeah. Don't uh, get DMCA'd. No, we we don't. Uh, Tessa Blanchard, WWE bound. She's recently been training with Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Kalisto. I, I mean, that's interesting. We have just been waiting and waiting and waiting for her to pop up. She is. Maybe, possibly the best women's wrestler in the world, and yet she's a free agent, and she hasn't popped up AW, WWE, NWA anywhere really. I mean, I think she's done some things down in Mexico, but I've always said if she's going to get her stuff together, she's going to get her act together. I think the only place she's going to really straighten up would be in WWE. They don't want to add a, a woman to the pinnacle. They don't want to do that. I think they if they, you add a woman they, to the pinnacle, they need her, woman. man. You look at the women's division; they need her. I would agree. They definitely need to have an influx of women talent, and if AEW could just raid WWE's talent roster and NXT's talent roster, I think it's definitely a thing. But also with the indies, you can't like look around and scout and see who's really standing out. And I think that's where AEW has been, you know especially with the women's division, they have been able to really fulfill their, their roster because there's no indies. There's no scouting. They, for the most part, are just doing everything in-house. Everyone they bring up is like training at however many facilities they have. Yeah, man. It's kind of, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the going back to the days of like the mob, the mob style of wrestling where you had to know somebody to get, get your foot in the door. That's what's kind of going like, you know, during the pandemic era. I'm surprised they didn't sign up Nicole Savoy. I like her, you know, she's a former shimmer champion. I, th- I think she's a, I, 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 I think she's a very uh, unique talent. Wasn't, didn't she have like a television show? Was it AW or WWE that she was kind of, she did something? Or I think I she kinda... popped up in like the Mae Young Classic and I'm pretty sure she popped up in, it's like AW Dark or something. I was going to say, because I feel like I've seen her on, on television before, but I can't remember exactly where. Yeah, the Queen of the Suplex. Suplexer. All right, NXT UK prelude uh, that's going on uh, WWE uh, WrestleMania weekend. Not sure the exact day yet, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of wrestling that's about to be happening. Brandon, are, are, are we ready for? Are we ready for all these podcasts we're about to do? I mean, the old adage is you stay ready, so you don't got to get ready. Last year we didn't have the normal WrestleMania weekend. We're getting a little bit more. Uh. Indie, indie shows and even WWE is running a house show to compete with WrestleMania weekend. So 
it's kind of nice to to get back in the influx of things. Might have to drop the the hundred dollar bundle on Fight TV to just get every indie show. Yeah, man. It looks like everybody's ready to stand and deliver. No, all right. Don't quit your J drop. Wow, that was a good one. Hold on, hold on. How dare you? How how dare you? Uh, yeah, we talked about AW running a house show um on what it was a for the, the the SmackDown Go Home Show day. So that's interesting, man. You know they're already there. They, they might as well figure like, hey, why not? So that that's interesting. Can't wait to see that. Hopefully, there's gonna be some footage of it. Um, all right, this day in wrestling, Bob Backlund versus Nick Bockwinkel ended in a double countout at a house show in 1979. Uh, Hogan and Warriors signed the uh, contract for the WrestleMania six match in 1990 on primetime wrestling. Raw in 97, uh, The Rock defeats Bret Hart via disqualification. Uh, Raw this day in 2002, I think it was Austin versus Kurt Angle, if I'm not mistaken. SmackDown this day in 2008, uh, Jericho defeats MVP. SmackDown 2014, Batista defeats Sheamus. Raw 2019, uh, Drew McIntyre defeats Dean Ambrose in a, uh, I think it was like a no holds barred or false count anywhere match, something like that. Yeah. Any things about the things that happened on this day? Do you see clearly with a bitter place and a broken dream? No birthdays. No birthday. Yeah, I looked. I was like, really? Nobody was born? That's that's interesting. I'm, I'm the first I, time in a while. I know. I, I missed a birthday. I missed birthdays last week. I, I, I forgot who they were, but if, if you're wrestling, your birthday was last week on Thursday. Happy birthday, guys. All right. Hootie Who 420 fan mail. Hootie Who. Motion graphics are back, uh, and night two of Mania it is bloody lit. The <laughs> the cock can take my money now. Oh man, the motion graphics are back. I've sorely missed those. You know the, the ruthless aggression era. The, 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 those those were a uh, part of my childhood, man. Yeah, seeing the uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks one most prominently. Fill up your thoughts. There's been a I know on Twitter a couple of days ago there was kind of a. Uh, a call to action to get them to be the main event of night one. Do you think that's actually going to happen? It needs to be pressured it, to do it. it. It needs to happen, man. I mean, you know, like uh, I'm actually going to record with Sir Wilkins from the Jabba Tears podcast later on. And we're going to get into a discussion about that. It it needs to happen. Like, it's not just like, I mean, you know, WWE, they like to be, Oh, this is the first time ever we're making history. Like, look, forget the history, man. Like, let, let's look at night one. What's on there? Lashley and Drew, it's going to be cool, which I think Lashley needs to retain, in my personal opinion. But, I mean, if the WWE title is not in the ma- main event uh, of night one, uh, it's not going to hurt anything because how often was it in the main event, like, in the last couple of years? Let's be realistic. N- not very many. You know what I'm saying? Put Sasha and Bianca on night one in the main event, the last match. Not, oh, co-main events. No, the last match. On night one, give him like give him 25, 20, 25 minutes, give him 25 minutes. Let him tear it up. I'm tear it up so that I can hop on this podcast and be like, God damn, that was good. When Bianca won the Royal Rumble, I said they should main event a WrestleMania with Sasha and Bianca. Now I'm just looking at how they book them thus far. I feel like either Bianca or Sasha are like losing every single week in distraction finish tag matches with Tamina. And it's like, I I feel if they were to do it, I would, it would just like, I understand it's a big deal, but I just feel like they are just doing it to say they did it and just pat themselves on the back when in actuality, they didn't build it up to make it a caliber WrestleMania main event caliber match. We have three more episodes of SmackDown tomorrow. And then two more after that, if they can build it up pretty quick. Okay. 
you know they they did get lost in the, like honestly they didn't need to wrestle um for the titles at Fastlane they, they didn't need to do that they could have just you know built built it up they could have had a segment on the show like just keep building it up we didn't need that so they they got to build it up pretty quick in these next three episodes two weeks to try to make this match seem like a worthy WrestleMania main event. I am not confident, but I, I mean, I think beyond, it was a good first step. I think the interaction they had after the match where Sasha was kind of more definitively the heel and Bianca kind of sold the thing, you know, sold the slap. But once again, you got to be a good corporate puppet and point at the WrestleMania sign and look like an idiot. How, how, you're pointing at the sign. If someone just smacks my eyelash off of my head, I'm not just going to be like, okay, I'm going to point at that sign. And yeah, no, I'm going to be like looking at you, cussing you out, maybe uh, even like, you know, strangle it, you or something. It was, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want too much before the show. We don't want too much before the show. You know, it's like, okay, okay. I'm a handle. I'm a handle you there. I'm going to take what's yours there. I'm going to whoop that ass. On the biggest stage that there's ever been. All right. That that's all that was. That's all that was, man. I would be perfectly fine if one person points at the WrestleMania sign a WrestleMania season. But no, it feels like every single time they hint at a WrestleMania match, you gotta point to the dumb sign. You have to point at the sign. You don't have to. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it adds the it adds the uh it adds the gravitas. You know, like when when Triple H came back in 2011, he walked up to the Undertaker. They didn't say a single word, bro. He just he looked at that sign. He looked at him, pointed out a little bit, like, "All right, let's do this." That's the that, that that's the power. That's which the power. was ten years ago. But that's and the so pow- now we have ten more years that's of the sign power pointing of the sign. It's the power of the sign. POS. I I I agree. PMS. POS. PMS. Power Mega. Talk talk about talk about women, and you just go to PMS. No, Power Mega Super. You know, buy your buy your lottery tickets. Lotto's getting up there to like two hundred twenty-two mil. Get your get your tickets. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, Alfie Lewis. Oh, he's the guy that he wrote to you, and you never responded, Brandon. You remember that? That's back when I had like a a podcast on this platform. You still have one. You just you just don't do it. Well, you know. I mean, I mean, end of the stratosphere. It's taken over. It's, yeah, she 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 took over my spot. What can I say? It's, we'll find something for you to do. All right. <laughs> he says, saw Lisa Ann on uh, Renee Young's podcast. Lisa Ann on oral sessions. Oh, boy. Uh, good stuff. She does I get it. She does sports radio. Brandon does a sports podcast. When will she get on curveballs and chair shots? When are you going to have Lisa Ann on curveballs and chair shots, Brandon? I mean, I don't exactly know who this Lisa Ann person is, but if she has a successful sports radio podcast, I will, I will, I will look up Lisa Ann for us. Okay, I'll look her up. All right, uh, keep keep talk, keep going. So, if she has a successful sports podcast, I haven't, you know, I, I don't know too much about her. I haven't really, uh, you know, listened to her things. I did see she was on Renee Young's podcast. I uh, checked out a little bit of the clips every now and then. You know, I checked out like a clip you, or two on YouTube. If you checked out the clip, then you should know who she is. I mean, I, I mean, I know that she was on the podcast. I don't really know who she is and like what she does. She is an adult entertainment actress. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, 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 yes. So, she coming on your show? 
I mean, we're uh, desperate for guests at this point. So, have you guys she ever wants, had a guest on there? She wants to come on the show. That she can come on the show. Have you guys ever had like a like an interview guest on there? We have not had an official guest. But we've done collaborations. Okay, okay. Lisa, Lisa, Ann. Oh my, oh Jesus. All right. Uh, so maybe maybe that'll happen for him. Maybe that'll happen for him. Uh, a buddy of mine wanted me to get her on complex conversations, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what to say. That'd, that'd be so awkward, you know. Just just be so awkward. Uh, Jack of all trades. Love Britt Baker's promo on dynamite. Oh, you can put the dynamite emoji. It was so well uh, delivered. Put the title on her. Dude, I agree. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Dan, what match or matches do you guys watch to get into mania mode? For me, it's uh, WrestleMania 5, Hogan Savage. WrestleMania 13, Austin and Brett. I think the Survivor Series match they had was better in my opinion. WrestleMania 17 and 19, uh, Rock and Austin. And WrestleMania 24, Sean and Flair. Um... You know, obviously, I watched 25. I tried to watch it a couple couple days ago, but my mom was talking to me, so, like, I couldn't really get invested in the spectacle that I was watching, so I'm going to rewatch it. Uh, yeah, like that, um, I want to I wanna, I wanna tap into some Undertaker stuff, you know, since he's he's retired. Like, the, the 14, the WrestleMania 14 match he had with Kane, I'm going to probably get into that. And probably, like, the, the Sean-Rick one, and just some others, you know, just, just dabbling in. Uh, Brandon, do you have, you have a little R- WrestleMania uh, playlist that you like to watch to get you in the season mode? Well, unfortunately, my WWE network is canceled. RIP, F's in chat. But I need to sign up for the Peacock, and apparently the Peacock doesn't have all the WrestleManias, which makes absolutely no sense to me. They don't even have WrestleMania 31, from what I've heard, which that would be one I would go check out since I was there. Check out the Money in the Bank cash, and that's always a go-to. And then 20... I kind of like the 28, 27, Shaw, or uh, Triple H and Undertakers. And then kind of, you know, the ones everyone talks about. Austin Brett... Austin Rock, all of them, pretty much. And uh, if we're going to go even earlier, maybe a Hogan. I'd probably go Hogan and uh, Warrior. You're going Hogan and Warrior? I'm looking. They, oh, 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 what is this? What is this? Are these the episodes? They have every WrestleMania. What are you talking about? I saw someone on the Twitter machine that they didn't have every WrestleMania. They have, I'm looking at Peacock right now. They have every WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Yes, they do. And are they still categorized by seasons which makes it completely complicated and yeah it, it is categorized by seasons which i don't understand why but yeah man well i mean it, it is a season you know wrestlemania once it's over that you start it you, you start a new season so that i guess that kind of makes sense yeah no but every wrestlemania is here dude oh then now i have to sign up for the peacock yeah is my network still in effect oh jesus christ i'm, I'm scared brandon should, should we should we see as a day one network subscriber, I was always billed on the 24th. I thought oh, maybe that God. means I could have got it yesterday, but I could not. Oh, thank God. It's still here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thank God. But yeah, man. Um, yeah. So, so you watch all those things get in, uh, get in the mania mode? Before the rest, before the network was even a thing, I was going to be a wrestling DVD collector. And so I have pretty much every WrestleMania on DVD up until 29, no, like 30. I like pretty much all 30 WrestleManias on DVD. Oh, damn. Except for oh, 24. For some reason, WrestleMania 24 is really hard to get on DVD or Blu-ray. Breaking news. Impact Wrestling is now moving to Thursday night starting April 8th. Wow. I guess that confirms the NXT uh, moving over to Tuesdays. 
uh, it's it's a shame. Nobody's going to watch that crap anyway. Hey, Cindy watches it. You can listen to it into the stratosphere every Dude. weekend, and she will tell you Dude, all the great Kenny stuff Omega, going on on Impact. If Kenny Omega can't get people to watch that, then they're 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 effed. Let, let's power through the rest of the fan mail. And Brad is the X. Uh, Mr. X. There we go. Uh, do you think they'll still pump uh, pumping crowd noise during WrestleMania? Uh, I don't know. Oh, one of my customers, you know, gave me he gave me a scoop. So the Raw after Mania, they're you know the, the f- friends and family of of the performers are going to be the crowd, you know. And so who if, is this customer who's got the inside scoop? Well, his, his buddy. He showed me. He showed me some pictures. His buddy works uh, lighting at WWE. I was like, oh, oh, that's what's up, dude. That's what's up. So yeah, you know, he's going to Mania, and I'm like, all right, you know. I told him to. I told him to make a bullet cast sign. Hopefully he doesn't. Oh uh, yeah, man. So we'll see. we'll see. You know, he said if, if it doesn't sound like the mania crowd usually, because you know, it, it's not going to. It's not going to. It's not going to be, be like that. Yeah, all, all the all the Europe Europe guys are chanting all these chants and whatnot. You know, they're so loyal to WWE, even though they only had one pay per view like almost thirty years ago. Well, even on regular WrestleManias, the crowd is always as much as there's so many people. They're like 80,000 people. You don't hear that much because it just goes up into the air and it doesn't get concaved in. Can we, so, can we can we go back to WrestleMania being being in arenas? I mean, atmosphere wise, that would just be absolutely insane. But that would be dope. It'd be dope. like what if they what if they ran the Chase Center, bro? The tickets would be so expensive, and they would make way more money running a stadium than running a building. I I know that. I'm just saying, what if they can do? If wishes were fishes, the world would be an ocean, as JR Look, said in SmackDown right. versus Raw 2006 or something. Hey, okay, I see you, I see you. All right, bringing up the old, the old, the old commentary. Damn, that just brought back so many memories. Tougher than a two dollar steak, Brandon. All right, AEW run a pay per view at the Chase Center. How about that? Does that, does that work for you? Hey, yeah, probably just go to the Cow Palace. Uh, that's true. That's uh, that's true. Which I'm still waiting for my California AEW show. Not even a Bay Area one, just a California one. In, in general, we'll we'll drive down to Death Valley or whatever. All right, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Rhea win the title at Mania to make up for her loss last year. Uh, but then again, that means Oscar could suffer another title loss since Charlotte beat her at 34. I'm conflicted. Well, dude, I mean, you, you look at like Sh- Sean and Hunter, some of the best Mania ma- some of the best matches in Mania history. They lost a lot. So I mean, like, hey, you know, you know. It it, ha- it happens, yeah. I, I know people will be upset if Oscar I mean loses, but I think it's time to get the title off of her. I do. She's still holding on to it ever since she got it when Becky got pregnant, right? It's still the same reign. Oh, it's not. It's Sasha not. Sasha got it real quick, and then uh, Sasha gave it back to Oscar. So she's pretty much been the champion of the entire pandemic. Let's just say, but uh, I like Drew Drew, yeah. Well, he, he lost it. Hell in a cell, and then got it right back. Which Randy Orton <laughs> should still be the WWE. I mean, I'm happy for Bobby, but I'm saying Randy should have had a longer run, and then Bobby could have beat Randy, and it would have meant more. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Is that the uh, the last last question? Uh, no, it is not. There are two okay. more because oh, I knew we we're going to talk about Rhea arriving. So I don't know if we just wanted to go into that. Yeah. All right, I'm getting calls from New York. Jesus. I gained a new appreciation for Randy Orton after watching his episode of Broken Skull Sessions. He's more relatable than I thought he would be. Randy's a great guy, you know? You people you people hate on Randy. I, I love him. Uh, do you think Jay hey, Lethal... When you, you people, you mean me. 
Yes, yes. You. Okay, so I'll make sure. Uh, do you think Jay Lethal can recapture the Ring of Honor World Title uh, against Rush this Friday? Um, I have no idea. Uh, let Rush keep the title, in my personal opinion. All right, Randy Orton versus The Fiend has been made official for WrestleMania. Uh, people have been saying Bray's looking a little more trim. They, some people are speculating that that's Bo Dallas in that suit. I don't think so. You know, Bray, he, he's been off TV for a while. He's just been hitting the gym. He's been getting trimmed up, getting leaned up. Eating, eating steaks and, and greens and salad, you know, and steaks and weights, Tucky. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to Tucky? Um, he turns yeah. on Otis and then he just never does anything again. Yeah, he's still chasing after the twenty four seven title. Who who is twenty four seven champion now? Do we know? Our truth is, we forgot on Fastlane that when Eric Bugenhagen or whatever, just up as an Old Spice guy, was the twenty four seven. Wait, wait, wait! How how did he beat? How did he beat Bad Bunny? Uh, Bad Bunny just gave the title to Truth because. Yeah, come just, on, come on, t- Philip. You need to be on the twenty four seven title lineage. I can keep up with it. I you mean, I, with it. I mean, like, I have a shirt. I, I got, I got a Peter Rosenberg shirt. You know, the greatest twenty four seven champion of all time. Bad Bunny was like, you know, truth. This title means more to you than it means to me. It's your baby, so and he just gave it to him. So Bad Bunny doing a Charlotte, not even doing the job on the way out of the territory, just giving the title. Wait, wait, so him, we can just give, we can just give titles away. Well, that's I mean, that's what the New Day and the Street Profits did. They just, they just somebody titles like it's the somebody like it's a lunchable. Or something. Somebody dig up the big gold out of the warehouse and just give it to me, if that's what we're doing. A real world's championship, god damn it! All right, um, I don't know how we got off on all of that, but yeah. So Fiend and Orton's official for Mania. How are they gonna? Is it gonna be cinematic? I mean, are they gonna actually do it in the ring? What are they doing? I. They've really been leading into the cinematic stuff, especially with Bray Wyatt. And I think they just go right back to it. Because if you go into the... I mean, they tried to do this a few years ago, WrestleMania, where you had the the maggots and stuff portrayed on the on the ring apron. But it's also the thing of it's your first crowd. It's your first time with a crowd. Do you really want to have a cinematic match when you are... I don't know what, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, this whole Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton thing, I kind of just want it to be over. At this point, it's they're leaning a little too much into the scary, spooky tactics of uh, the fiend, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Maybe see another Firefly Funhouse match. I love scary, spooky. I, 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 I've, I've, this has grown on me. I'm sorry. I'm 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 kind, I'm kind of intrigued. Uh, I want to see what's going to happen. Rhea Ripley arrives and she challenges Oscar. We t- we we just got into that a little bit. So Ripley versus Oscar at WrestleMania for the woman's title. Yeah, Charlotte uh, tested positive for COVID, so she's going to be on the shelf for at least a couple weeks. And I think because of how it all works out, you don't want to kind of rush into it. And uh, I mean, Rhea Ripley, she was being advertised for a return or a quote unquote debut, even though she's been on Raw before and she had a match on Raw. But uh, just putting her in the title picture with Asuka. I think it makes a lot of sense because the women's division isn't that great. You had Peyton Royce have the match with Oscar, which that match wasn't that bad, but you look around and there's really no credible threats to Oscar's championship. And I think you just put the title on Rhea. I know she's had an up and down year, but I think you put it on her. You do whatever you do with Nia and Shayna, and then maybe Shayna and Rhea can run it back. You can have, Charlotte challenge you have Oscar and I think it just sets up a lot more interesting matches if Rhea is the champion yes and then you know Oscar and Rhea go challenge for the NXT UK women's tag team titles there you go yes 
you know that's going to be a thing? Too many titles. <laughs> All right, Bad Buddy versus The Miz one-on-one at WrestleMania. Dude. I feel so bad for Miz. I feel so bad for him. He was just the world champion. I don't feel that bad for Miz. I mean, this is a, a big spotlight for him. We all just kind of assumed it was going to be a tag team match. Now, it's still possibly could be a tag team match. There's three weeks to go. And I think Damian Priest is still... Damian Priest is like on the quote-unquote WrestleMania poster, right? So I would assume he's going to be in this match one way or another because Miz and Bad Bunny having a match for even eight minutes, that doesn't sound very fun to me. That doesn't sound great at all. I mean, it, it, or is it going to be like John Cena versus Kevin Federline? you remember that? Vaguely. Vaguely? Vaguely? LT Kevin, versus... Kevin Federline got the win, though. He did. He, he he beat John Cena. He can say that. He can say that. LT versus Bam Bam? Uh, well, Bad Bunny is not one of the greatest football players ever. So I was, I I was, I was doing the, I was doing the celebrity thing. You know, know, Snooki, Snooki has she's undefeated at WrestleMania. Her, Michael Cole, and Rob Van Dam. There you go. I bet you didn't know that, did you? Yeah. I'm trying to think of like someone recently who only had like one WrestleMania match. Nope. Nobody. Nope. Yep. 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 All right. Well, that's all of Raw. I want to talk about. Let's get into AW Dynamo. Let's power through it. So uh, it was the World Title Eliminator. Uh, if Matt Seidel beat Kenny Omega, he would have an opportunity to face Kenny Omega for the World Championship in All Elite Wrestling. Kenny Omega beat Matt Seidel, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, I thought this was a really good match. They've built this up on Dark and Dark Elevation, whatever. And I think they did a, a decent job kind of explaining what was going on. Don Callis was on commentary. I did kind of like the running bit of him keep calling Matt Seidel a youngling, even though he's older than Kenny and Matt Seidel, Kenny Omega too, with lead athletes, you know, that they're going to have a decent match. And I thought this kind of exceeded my kind of already high expectations. And I thought it was a lot of fun and Matt Seidel having a little bit of name credibility, Kenny being the world champion doesn't wrestle all that often. I thought it was a good way to start the show. Well, yeah. They're, they're trying to go the Roman route of the, 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 the champion not wrestling all the time. And uh... And Kenny's body is kind of not broken down, but I think it, you know, those G1s and all those WrestleMania, those are WrestleMania, those uh, Wrestle Kingdom Okada matches are kind of starting to keep uh, catch up with them a little bit. Or maybe he just wasn't all that great to begin with. Apparently he can't save impact. Yeah. You know, you know, like all that, all that stuff I, I was talking all those years ago. Now you people are starting to see it. You know, now you people are starting to see that I wasn't crazy. I was right. You know? Uh, I mean, Seidel did try to get airborne, wink, wink, uh, but uh, it was not the case. And Kenny Omega, V-Triggers galore, and uh, One Wing Angel, and boom. Kenny, you know, the One Wing Angel, it's honestly, it, it, it's too slow. It takes too long to set up. Sometimes he doesn't even hook the head all, all the way. Like, well, like, what are you doing? That uh, that butterfly uh, pile driver thing he does? Yeah, well, why does he just use that? That's more vicious than a One Wing Angel. Because no one's kicked out of the one wing angel except for that one time Kota Bushi kicked out of it. But we're not going to talk about that. We are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. We, we don't talk about a lot of things. I, I Damn, I, I completely missed something else on the script. Oh, well, I just thought about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Hangman Page defeats Cesar Bononi. Yeah, quick match. Get in and out. Hangman establish him getting a win. I did like the little... Uh, interaction he had with Dark Order, you know, getting a little being the elite in there, but it wasn't too detrimental to Hangman. So just 
kind of a match to remind you Hangman's here. Still here. Is that what a uh, that was somebody's catchphrase? I think that was a uh, what was it? what's his name? Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, a former Zack Ryder, right? Whatever happened to him, he was on AEW for a cup of coffee and then just left. Yeah, he he only hit like a a couple appearances and then that was it. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Uh, Britt Brit, 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 Brit Baker's promo. Uh, this this was excellent. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this. I mean, she took a dig at a she took a dig at a big uh big Mick big Mick. Yeah. So um, it says she said Mick Foley. Thanks for the thumbs up, but it's but it took you twenty years to become a hardcore legend. I did it in one night. And then she also says the most important letters in pro wrestling are D M D. Um, I mean, we all know the three most important letters are RKO or WWE. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, uh, Van Dam. Uh, that's that's a name, not three letters. RVD. Potential Hall of Fame this year? We don't know. Uh, yeah, what do you think of Britt's promo? I thought it was great delivery. Um, she's, she's really coming to her own since she's uh, become a heel. It was very reminiscent of what she was doing early 2020 when she would just come out and cut the promos with Tony and, you know, they were best friends and God bless Tony. He still thinks Britt Baker's his best friend, even though Britt doesn't want anything to do with him. I think that's a, a good little side story there. But yeah, I mean, I think people kind of forget what Britt Baker can do on the mic because she was doing those promos kind of every week and they were all stellar standout stuff. And then she kind of did the thing where she was injured. She didn't really talk all that much. And then now seem like maybe they're going back to that, which if this is a nice way to fill three minutes of TV time, which was Britt Baker talking crap to everybody. I am all for it. And you said Thunder Rosa was doing some things with NWA. So she wasn't on the show. If it leads right into Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker for the title, I'm all for, I know she does a little distracted right now, but I think one, you know, one of those women from that match last week needs to get the title sooner rather than later. Absolutely. All right. The pinnacle. How do you feel about the name? Or do, do, do you th- do you think it's okay? I know people people aren't happy with it. I mean, it's it's fine. It's kind of. I mean, it, it's almost kind of like the inner circle, kind of. I don't know, just like the something. I mean, it's not not great, not terrible either. Yeah, I mean, they've been worse. You you know what I mean? Like, it kind of just reminds me like of the kingdom or something like that. Oh, wow. I remember those guys. Uh, yeah, so the Pinnacle defeat the Hollywood Blondes and uh, something. Uh, what's the guy's name? Something Martin. I forgot his name. Dante or Deontay? Da- Deontay yeah, or Dante? Deontay Martin. Yeah, he's only what twenty years old. That's impressive. Uh, what are your thoughts on FTR and uh, Spears beating these guys? Solid match. You know, just kind of it was a nice little reset, a longer kind of squash match where the announcers were able to kind of talk about the Pinnacle, talk about all the different directions in this storyline, some things in other storylines. And, you know, FTR doing the thing, getting the win makes sense. And then they cut a promo afterwards, which another straightforward promo, just healing it up and talking down to the baby faces that aren't there. And it makes you uh, want to see Chris Jericho and the inner circle come back and it maybe wait one more week. And then the week after that, they return because they, they do the tape show. And then you do the another live show with crowds with the crowd there, and that's when the inner circle show up, and I think that can get a big pop. Yeah. Uh, what was it? What was it Cash Wheeler said, "I don't got no wife or kids, but these men are my family, and I will die for them." He will die for those men. Dax Harwood says the the marquee says professional wrestling, and that's what we do best. I, mean, I thought Dax had a, a really good promo. I know Tully usually speaks for them, but it was I I thought everyone kind of. 
performed here, especially after I think they over-delivered on the promo. Absolutely. Um, then we get QT Marshall is being interviewed by uh, Tony Schiavone, and he talks about how he's upset, he's frustrated, and how he's just Cody's friend. That's just what people know him as. It talks about winning the bunkhouse stampede, and he says he wants an exhibition match with Cody. Cody comes out there. Um, Cody's one of the he's one of the drip lords in in pro wrestling. Like I know Seth's drip has been on point lately, but but Cody, you know he he he's one of the he's one of the OD, OG drip lords. You know what I'm saying? So you know comes out there, takes off the headset. He has a sling. He's like, you know what? All right, fine. You know we can have your little exhibition, sure. So next week we get a uh, Cody versus QT. So we just we just forgot about uh. We just forgot about a uh, Pentagon. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking of is he had the sling out there. So obviously either selling or a legitimate injury to his shoulder from the Pentagon thing. I know Pac is injured, so he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. So maybe they're kind of putting that on ice for right now. But the whole QT thing, even going back to Revolution or whatever, they did the thing where he took forever to show up. It was like, why should we care? why should we care about QT Marshall and him being, you know, butthurt that he's not getting the respect he deserves. And then he challenges Cody. I mean, I mean, it was like, okay. And then just randomly putting Arn Anderson as a special guest referee, just screams swerve to me, which I hope they don't do swerve, bro, bro. I don't know, man. I mean, a wise man once said, never trust Arn Anderson. Never trust a horseman? No, just never trust Arn Anderson. Oh, 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 okay. Just specifically Arn Anderson. Just never spe- trust that man. I, I trust Arn Anderson. I, tr- I trust that man with my life. Never uh, trust him. It, it's it's fine. You know, I, I, I don't understand why we're not uh, uh, getting some more out of the Pentagon thing. I mean, Prince of Pro Wrestling versus Lord of Lucha Libre, that had some, that had some money. You could have made some of that. Could have made some of that, man. But it's whatever. The, the thing whatever. is, like, what do we gain out of this? Does Cody just beat him and we move on with our lives? Because if QT does something to Cody, Cody's going to want to get something up on QT. And I don't want to see QT Marshall and Cody in like a 20 minute, you know, blood feud match. Uh, have we? I mean, like, we've never seen QT like really wrestle, wrestle, you know? So uh, like... he's the he's the dude in the like the six man tag matches who's like a little overweight and balding. And then just for some reason, out of nowhere, he hits like a, a sloppy moonsault. And it's like, okay, dude, like, come on, settle down. Are, are, are you just mad? Cause you can do a moonsault, Brandon. I think I, you know, if you give me enough time, I think I could do one. That's maybe kind of similar to QT Marshall's by August. I want to see you hit a moonsault. All right. Nobody in the pool though. I can just a straight backflip moonsault. Oh, when I go into a ring, I'll call up Ugwa. Real quick. Okay. I mean, I think I can I can pull off a beautiful Kurt Angle missed moonsault. <laughs> Possibly, dude. Um, I don't know what we're gonna do with I don't know what we're gonna do with this. And then we get a uh, we get a um, a commercial for Roads to the Top, the new reality series coming to TNT starring who? Cody and Brandy Rhodes. What? You get their own reality show too? That's awesome. Which man. means I guess Under the Radar has to come back just so I can hit you with the reality show recaps. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you haven't been doing Miz and Misses. Like, what's been going on, man? I can't remember what I know Miz and Misses is coming back though. It's gonna be in like this week or next week or something. I don't know. I, I know. It's coming then, here soon. Are you gonna do wipeout with John Cena? He's on TBS. I did get a kick out of the wipeout little commercial runner thing on 
AEW Dynamite. I really wanted them to plug it so much. I thought that would have been such a cool little, like, what the hell's going on moment. Yes, and the host, apparently you can't see him. Yeah, yeah, do, do one of those corny jokes, which it's been 15 years, guys. It's time to it's time to move on from that. I know you didn't see this, but they were plugging the Wipeout show on during March Madness. And I was in Marv Albert or someone did that joke. And I was like, nice. Yeah, like it's 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 old. We we need to tune into Wipeout on TBS where you can see John Cena. It's like, <laughs> I never heard that one before. <laughs> Get your little pipe and laugh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what are your thoughts on the uh, the, the reality show, man? I Cool, I guess. I mean, they have reality show experience. They were on, like, WAGS Atlanta or something. So, something like that. All the, I know, I know people who might, you know, have a... If people are looking for a reason to not like Cody and Brandy, I think this would be a valid reason. Just them getting their own reality television show. But, I mean, it's, it's fine. I have nothing to hate on it. I'm 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 interested, you know. You get you get a clip of Cody uh, gargling some some alcohol like it's mouthwash. That really, you know, that's a wrestler shot. It really it really gets the alcohol flowing through your bloodstream more like that. Mm-hmm. Or you can just keister it. I mean, you could, but I mean, the gargling, the it just I don't know. There's just something about it. Anyway, you ever, we, see, uh, you ever see Blockers with John Cena? I still haven't seen that. No. John Cena does a a butt chug. I I don't think I want to see that. I mean, you don't like see everything, but you get a nice little visual. I I don't want to see that. To be honest, that's probably the funniest thing in the whole movie. Which blockers? Surprisingly, a good movie, I will say. Oh, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid defeat the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler. I didn't know Brandon could fly. Can hey. all can all Brandons fly? As as I told you earlier, us Brandons are very aerodynamic. I'm going to ask Brandon from GSW if he's aerodynamic. I might be a little bottom heavy right now. I went to the gym yesterday, weighed myself. Not a pretty sight, but I'm going to get on my grind. I'm going to be flying through the air. I will be an eagle. Fly like an eagle. You're going you're to have some of those abs? You're going to have big show abs? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be like one big protruding hard ab. Just one big ab. Okay. Okay. Then we'll draw some lines and get you an apex. Yep. There we go. go. What did you think of this match? Spot fest galore. It was a spot fest galore, and it was a whole hell of a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, what you'd expect with the Young Bucks and Laredo Kid. The Young Bucks did their thing, and Brandon Cutler surprisingly had a few uh, decent spots in. And, I mean, Brandon Cutler was the the redheaded stepchild. You thought this he was going to be in the finish, and he was. He lost to Laredo Kid. So, for the most part, you know, the Young Bucks and Lucha Bros weren't involved in this finish, so... It doesn't hurt or gain anything too much. It was more of a spot fest, and they, uh, yeah, they. Dude, that was a good solid match. The last time I saw Brandon Cutler wrestle was like that first or second episode of Dynamite where he wrestled MJF. Yeah, he's on a he's on a hot streak over there on Dark. Okay. Oh oh oh! If you want to hear recaps about, I don't even think she does dark recaps about Dark. If you watch AW whatever, after he beat Peter Avalon, he has just been on a tear. Pretty Peter Avalon? Oh, man. Jesus. Uh, yeah, and then we get uh, Kenny Omega coming out there, and uh, he attacks Laredo Kid, and he uh, this is probably the best promo he's cut in his entire professional wrestling career. You know? He said, all right, enough's enough. Like, I left my home in Japan. I left the people, the fans that loved me, and I could have went to Greener Pastures. I could have went to New York, which I, I still think he should have gone there. So I think he should have went to the WWE. 
my personal opinion. And he says, I didn't come here for AW. I came here for you guys. I chose you guys. Because three years ago, we had a vision, which, I mean, really, it was, it was the Young Bucks and Cody. Kenny's taking credit for stuff he didn't really even do. Anyway, anyway, anyway. And he's like, all right, too sweet for the hard cam. And then they just walk away and, you know, he, Kenny gets what super kicked or something. And then the uh, good brothers come out there and pick him up. So the elite is officially no more. Sad times, sad times. I agree with you. I really enjoyed this Kenny Omega promo. I keep saying less DDT Kenny, more new Japan Kenny. Be serious, be a heel. And this is exactly what he was doing. He came out, he was serious. He had his quips every now and then that I was like, okay, I can take or leave those. But I agree. I thought this was a, a phenomenal. I'm not going to sit here and say it was his best promo ever. But in terms of AEW, I think, well, I mean, I think he had some good promos when him and Hank Ben were being uh, tag champs. But look, from, as a singles guy, I think this was, you know, from the best he's done The yet. promos I've seen of him ever, I think this is the best one, my, my, my opinion, you know. But, uh, hey, it's, uh, it, it is what it is. And this sets up presumably a six-man tag with John Moxley. Uh, we got a promo with Moxley and Kingston backstage. They cut another stellar promo, just them kind of having fun. And Moxley was like, yeah, I don't like the Young Bucks, but I guess I owe them one because they came and helped out my boy. And six-man tag down the line. Don't think it's going to be double or nothing, but maybe like a big Dynamite show. I think that could be. Maybe the Dynamite of WrestleMania. I think that could be a uh, a good, fun match there. They're talking the Kingston and Moxley talking like it's gang warfare. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Attack each other, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, back? Uh, what happened? I said, when's Jericho coming back? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll have I'll have Huey to hit him up so I can find out. Um, Tay Conti defeats Nyla Rose. Um, okay. Good on Ty Conti. I was always, you know, I was always high on her in NXT and she never really got, you know, she never got past that like second level in the women's division. And when AEW signed her, I was like, I mean, okay, she is like a NXT castaway, but give credit to her and AEW. I think they've done a, a really good job of kind of building her up. And I think she can be like a solid, legitimate contender to the world title if like pushed properly and because she has like a she has a fun personality. She speaks you know good English and she speaks Portuguese and I think she speaks Spanish. She speaks like a bunch of different languages and I think Ty Conti is honestly someone that hasn't gotten a shot yet in AEW. But if after this win against Nyla Rose, looks like she might be getting a shot. Absolutely, Bleach Report just put out an article by Ooh Philip Lindsay. I, I like this guy already. It says uh, who's twenty who owns twenty twenty one Roman Reigns or Kenny Omega. I mean, I think we all know the question. I think we all know the answer to that. Ever going 2021 is too early to tell, but if it's 2020, uh, it's Roman. Uh, I probably got to go with Roman. Well, I mean, we got to remember Kenny had the tag title match at the beginning of the 2020. Which, uh, I mean, come on, man! Like, who, who's the better? Who's on top? Like, it's it's Roman. It, 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 it's not even a question. He he consistently has been the best thing since he's come back in August. He's consistently in the conversation for what was good this week. Well, Roman said this and that, you know. Kenny's acting like a dumbass with women sweeping in his entrance. Kenny, I think, won the first half. I could say Roman won the second half. It's just 
which one do you think was better? And I, I Roman mean, Roman won all of it. I would say I, I would probably say Roman just because of what he did. And he finally we keeps telling turn him heel. He'll do good stuff. And what happens? They finally turn him heel. Dude, he's he's a, the best thing in he's, WWE. He's about to get cheered like nobody's business. And especially with what they did with Edge, I don't think we talked about it enough, but it looks like they're actually turning Edge heel. And if I, I don't, have... I don't think he's going heel. I don't think that's what's happening. I just said you're not gonna. I just think he's like you're not gonna ruin this for me because he wants Roman. He sees the the big match with Roman. I mean, Daniel Daniel's DB DB is nice, but I mean the the, the match people want to see is Edge versus Roman. Yeah, but with what they've done with SmackDown these past couple of weeks, and then even the finish, it's come out that it's going to be a triple threat match. You have Seth or Seth Dana Bryan, who's going to be cheered no matter what happens. Edge, who's the tweener legend that maybe people aren't going to respect because he just kind of shows up and gets a title, and then Roman, who's been doing the best stuff in the business for the past couple months. So, I I would have just kept it Edge straightforward babyface, but. Maybe they didn't have faith in him or saw metrics that kind of tilted that edge isn't the answer. How are you going know. to, how do we get into a WWE conversation? Because you're the one that said Roman had a better year than, than uh, Kenny. I mean, I only brought it up because I mean, we're talking AEW. Kenny's the champion over there. Well, we, did, we didn't talk let's let's, down let's, and we didn't, you know, we had fast lane and I brought, brought, wanted to bring up something I forgot to talk about. Okay. 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 Uh, Darby retains against Jenny Hungy. It happened. Phenomenal match from these two guys, uh, you know, John Silver. I mean, both these guys undersized, I think, you know, John Silver even more so than Darby Allen, which is kind of uh, interesting to look at. And, uh, you know, solid match. Sting is involved, kind of getting into it with the Dark Order a little bit, which Dark Order are baby faces. You can't change anyone's mind, but Sting didn't attack him, so no one's going to be turning on Sting anytime soon. But speaking of Sting, we didn't talk about Lance Archer, cut a promo, kind of calling out Sting kind of leaning more into a one-on-one with Lance or is it just kind of Lance doing his thing and just, you know, probably, probably Lance doing his thing. And team Taz had a little, had a little promo too, saying that uh, cage apologized to everybody and cage giving Taz the side eye, but then ultimately just swallows his pride and says, yep. Who so better? We're, we're not, we're not done with that. We're, we're not, we're not done with that. It's going to be interesting to see where all this lies. Um, mm, 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 mm. When's Sting going to have an actual wrestling match? Tony Khan said that they plan to have an actual live wrestling match with Sting. And similar to the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt thing, when you have fans in attendance, I don't know if you exactly want to go to a cinematic match. So I know they had fans at Revolution, but but Sting and Lance Archer just kind of walking through a a 12-minute brawl. I don't know if that really gets anybody excited. Eh, give him five minutes. Have Archer beat him. Call it a day. Lisa Ann is live on Instagram. She's just popping up all throughout this episode today, guys. Uh, Superstar Spotlight. Who do we got? Who do we got? Um, I'm look, looking at the looking at the world the, the the world of professional wrestling. Um, I'll give it to Andrade. He's free. Let him, let him go tear it up somewhere. And I'm gonna give it to Kenny Omega. I think for the first time ever, getting a superstar spotlight for a promo. And not a match. I'm getting a call from Death Valley. Do you think do you think it's Taker? It might be Taker. There's only one way to find out, right? Or it's ta- or it's someone saying that your social security has been compromised. Let's find out. Live on the bullet cast. Hello? Hello. This is Kenny. 
notify you that your social security number. Bam, I got it. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. Our promo pick of the week, uh, Shawn Michaels, the Slammy Awards, Monday Night Raw, December 14th, 2009. He accepts the Slammy for the um, match of the year, which was him and Taker at uh, Mania 25. And then he says, no, I can beat you. And then we, he, this, starts the, uh, this starts the wheels turning for the match they had at 26. Yeah, I mean... This era, Shawn Michaels with the DX sometimes can be a little too zany, but you know, Shawn Michaels doing his thing with The Undertaker, he's a little bit more serious, very similar to, I mean, it's almost kind of like eerily identical to Kenny Omega. Like, Shawn, quit doing the stupid, silly dad stuff, just be serious and have good matches. I mean, am I not wrong? Shawn could do it all because, I mean, he's the greatest in ring performer of all time, exactly. And I don't want to see him being a you know, an old dad, an old man, just, you know, being crazy, zany, playing with glow sticks. I mean, he's an old man now because, you know, the, the bald head. Speaking of that, uh, he was on uh, Inside the Ropes, you know, the, the UK uh, wrestling outlet, and he addressed the Saudi Arabia match. He said it was like coming back for your 10-year high school reunion. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. He addressed it. Now we can just forget that it ever happened. I did see something. I know I saw it on Bleach Report, but I don't know if he said it to Bleach Report that he kind of does regret uh, doing that match. Yeah, 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 no, that's that, that, that's it. That's it. You know, he just you know come back and wrestle Adam Cole or AJ Styles, and we will forgive it all. Once we did see Shawn Michaels in NXT this week. Yeah, twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never know. Never know. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H was like, "Look, Shawn." You want to do something for NXT? Just help us out a little bit. Just, just, uh, just go out there. I'll give you, I'll give you thirty minutes, and uh, just go tear it up like you used to. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle a thirty-minute match with a bald Shawn Michaels. Okay, well, let's you know, give him some. Let, let's let the hair grow back, and then let I mean, him the hair, borrow, like, like the hair was Jax's wig or something. The hair was peeking out. Uh. Under under the cowboy hat, so there's some hair there. He's got some some quarantine lettuce. Hell, I'll even take the Dutch boy haircut. I'll take something, man. Please, please. Bring back, bring back, bring back the brown trunks. Oh yes, those are those are so infamous. Now they're famous. Uh, what's our what's our what's our match pick of the week? Well, the higher ups told me that I have to pick an underrated WrestleMania match. And then we just went through about five different matches that apparently I've already picked before. So I'm going deep into the archives. We're going to go because I am the, the guy who, when we do the pay-per-view recaps, I got to give respect to the pre-show. So I'm going to give respect to WrestleMania 33 pre-show. Neville versus he who should not be named. Austin Aries for the cruiserweight title at WrestleMania 33. This was the first match on the pre-show at a three. So there's barely anybody in this, in this uh, arena. And I thought it was a solid match. 15 minutes. I think this was in the very early, early days of the bullet cast. And we were talking about this match should be, you know, on the regular show should have been more because it was like the one cruiserweight story. And then it actually kind of meant something. And then they throw it on like an hour before WrestleMania actually starts in front of like 20,000 people. And yeah, they still delivered still a solid, good athletic match, but still not what it could have been. Yes. I I remember that day very fondly. Oh man. April 4th, 2017 Austin Aries and uh, Pac or Neville tearing it up for the cruiserweight title. Those are good times. Those were good times. 
Oh, Austin. Oh, Austin. What went wrong? What went wrong, Brandon? I don't know. I don't know if it was just his true colors showing, but ever was, since that uh, was, that was, impact was, thing where he just walked off and flipped everyone off, that's uh, he he addressed, on downhill from here. He he addressed it in the in a Chris Van Vliet interview. He's like, "Yeah, we're still talking about it, aren't we?" That was the point. So, mm. Mm. it was a it was a work shoot work shoot. You work yourself into a shoot, brother. Brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hulk a- Hogan being the host of WrestleMania, Philip. Why? Um, follow Black Wrestling podcast. Uh, they X'd out his face, which is uh, right. You know, that's that's the right thing to do. Look, man, we give we it talk- to Bailey. Bailey, Bailey, or hell, hell wasn't uh, Naomi's from what Orlando, Tampa? Same, same crap. Big E, he can host too. I don't care. Like we, we just uh. We, 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 we just uh... give it to Kyrie saying she just does a whole thing on the pirate ship. I, I, I She's not even with the company anymore. She's uh, an, a brand ambassador. She couldn't wrestle on a stardom show or whatever because she was linked to WWE. I, I guess yeah, that's, that's whatever. Dude, look, I mean, I, nobody wants to see Hogan. Let's just be real. Nobody, nobody wants to see him. He can just. You know, go go to his Hogan Beach shop shack or something. Yeah, just just be done with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, uh, and tweet us questions, please. Uh, Twitter at Bullcast, Instagram the Bullcast, YouTube channel the Bullcast, emails Bullcast two is in the number two sweet S W E T at gmail dot com. Oh, one hundred four point seven FM KAPU Watsonville Friday nights at eleven PM to midnight. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. Uh, Brandon may bring under the radar back for the road, road like the roads to glory uh, reality series that's popping up. Uh, he hell he may even talk some NXT on uh, his under the radar, which should come back as NXT's hyping up. And yeah, uh, into the stratosphere will be out this weekend. This has been one of the longer episodes of the Bullcast we've done in quite some time. Uh, stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone Messiah. This has been the Bullocast. Thank you for listening.